702 for the curious. Streaming countrywide on the 702 app. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, I'm joined uh, on the line by President of the South African Cabin Crew Association, Zazi Nsibanyoni Mukambi. And uh, she joins me now on the line. Zazi, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate your time and apologies for murdering your name just earlier on. Um, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Yes, and I, I am a, I'm, I'm a Shiji. Yes. Uh, thank you very much, and hello to your listeners. Thank you very much, and I, I really am sorry. Uh, my, my producer just came to visit Aubrey. It's a she. Okay. I'm really sorry about that. So so you guys are threatening to go on strike if the, uh, shall I call it, the former chief executive of SAA, Vuyani Jakana, is not reinstated. Tell us a little bit more. Um, Aubrey, I mean, that is our last resort. Obviously, we want to engage we want the president to come in and realize that we're actually in a crisis. And we want him to actually sit down with us and hear all the relevant stakeholders in order to find an amicable solution. Um, The last resort is to take some sort of protest and more radical action, which obviously is not our first prize, but if we have to, we'll do what we have to do. Well, I don't know if this is an obvious question, but the... Former CEO of SAA resigned, so it, it it wasn't necessarily the president that made a move. Or uh, wouldn't that perhaps be part of what you'd need to consider as you plan these actions? That he actually resigned of his own accord, rather than being fired or anything of that nature. Yeah, Aubrey. I mean, he did resign, yeah. but also remember he stated very clear reasons as to what led him to resign. Amongst those are lack of support. And we are merely saying that should he get the support he requires, there should be no reason for him to to resign. And also, before anyone had accepted his resignation, I suppose we would expect that there would have been some sort of level of engagement as to why you're resigning. Can he then you know, develop a dialogue around what the problems are in order to resolve this, this particular issue. Yeah. Obviously, in our eyes, in our view, he resigned because he had no other option. Yeah, yeah. H- have you, talking about some sort of engagement, have you had some engagement with him? I'm talking about the former CEO of Vuyani Jakhana as to whether or not if that support were to be given to him, that he would return? Or is this perhaps a decision that he has uh, come to uh, with no prospects of changing his mind? Well, um, I think, you see, uh, hence we're calling on the president himself, because I think when duty calls um, from, you know, the president, someone will then stand up and, and, and hear him. Um, we have not had any engagement with the CEO, but we believe should the president intervene, I think, and everyone sees reason and sees some sort of amicable solution for us to move forward, then I think there's a prospect of, the fact that he might, uh, 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 you know, decide to take a different path. And I think that prospect needs to be explored. Yes. Zazi, based on your understanding and interpretation of the reasons that have been put forward by the former CEO, uh, amongst them, I suppose, in broad strokes, is that he... Uh, didn't get the support that he wanted. He was uh, reporting to too many people, didn't have the kind of autonomy that uh, most CEOs uh, in this sector have. What is your understanding of why he resigned at a granular level? Well, you know, firstly, I think 
we heard about the resignation, we were we were very shocked. I don't think we've been expecting uh, that to happen. Um, but after re- reading the reasons, the only thing we can come uh, you, that we have made out is the fact that obviously, I mean, we have been here with him, you know, as workers and unions working alongside, trying to follow the vision that he's he's put forward to us, you know, in order to get to his 2021 plan. So we understand what is happening on the ground. We understand what we need to do as workers. We have brought into his vision and mission. And, I mean, this this was a shock to us. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we believe that if proper engagement can be had, he should be able to then carry out his full term 2021 and then be judged on that. And we cannot have a CEO leaving because of lack of support. Because what does that then mean, Aubrey? Does that mean that the next CEO then comes in um, but also some same uh, uh, issue of lack of support? What, the, what, 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 what? Yeah, sure. Hmm. The, the relationship with uh, Vuyani Chahana and you as workers has not necessarily been plain sailing. Uh, in fact, when he started and he started um, sort of... Uh, broadcasting his vision for how he wants to see the turnaround for SAA was not very well received by many worker organizations. And I'm not sure whether yours was one of them to the point where he and some executives in the uh, SAA had to organize bodyguards. So the question to, to, <laughs> to you, Zazi, is your call for his reinstatement, is it because you had bought into his vision uh, his turnaround vision, or is it because you as an organization sense that the systemic hemorrhaging of CEOs of the uh, SAA, as has been over the last decade, may be a sign that uh, the SAA as an organization, as a company, is nearing its sell-by date? Look, Aubrey, I mean, when he began, I, I, I have no context as to what you, you, you just alluded to, but when he began, I think uh, the stakeholder announced him and said to us, here's your man. Um, he is, he's got extreme business knowledge and business acumen. This is the guy you're going to work with. I think the public was behind him. Everyone was behind the fact that this guy is going to come and resuscitate and bring SAA back to life. I, I don't remember a time when there was actually any sticking point. Yes, it has not been sailing in terms of engagement because, after all, this is, this is a person that we come to about increases and, 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 and things that workers would like to see improve. So we have engagements that have, 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 have you know, we've engaged with the CEO. We've had, he's brought us along. He's been very open, unlike any other previous CEO. So we brought into this particular plan. Um, so now that we're here and we are on a path of uh, uh, building morale, everyone behind you know, the, the strategy and the plan for the CEO, yeah. for him to be yanked out at this particular time, only because he's got no sh- support from the board, no support from the shareholders, to us seems a bit strange. You know, I think it would be better if you know, he, was, he, was, he was kicked out because you know, he failed. Why do why do why do you why do you why do you as workers think he hasn't been receiving the support that he 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 needs and wants as as somebody at the helm of uh, such a big responsibility and I suppose connected to, to that Zazi is why do you as workers at uh, the SAA think that the SAA has been such a hot mess over such a long time that it has had to be 
bailed out over such a long period of time? Well, let me start with the first, the fact that um, why we believe he hasn't received the, 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 the support. I mean, obviously, firstly, he's mentioned it in his resignation letter. And the fact that, I mean, this guy has really bent over backwards. And I think from the beginning, um, when the shareholder gave him to us, the fact was that he'd come from Vodacom and he really is, you know, it's a patriotic act and he really wants to then come behind the brand and see SAA survive. So we don't see how that very same brand that everyone was behind would then just, you know, uh, 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 just resign for no other reason. And in all our engagements, uh, Aubrey, he stated that, you know, I want to see this place uh, 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 survive. I mean, he's even put bets of 100,000 to certain individuals to say, listen, SAA will turn a profit by 2021. So that's the reason why we actually believe the fact that this guy wants to turn SAA around. And obviously, as workers and SACA in particular, we want to see that happening for our work, uh, for, uh, for our members, because, I mean, this is job security for us. SAA was always developmental until recently. So we want to see our members continue to have employment. And historically, Aubrey, I mean, we've seen what has happened. We've had acting CEO in recent times. We've had acting CEO after acting CEO. And for the, for the one time a permanent CEO gets appointed, you know, that he has managed to drive some level of support and um, vision, he gets yanked out again. Where do we go from here? We cannot keep Do we need as a country... A national carrier? Um, look, absolutely. <laughs> I think absolutely we do. I mean, remember, initially, and this is this is not no fault of ourselves or no fault of the workers, initially SAA was set about to be developmental. It was set about to to, to, to create employment, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it, it, in, recent, in, in past times, we've flown routes that were dictated to by the government. So the decisions that were made by the stakeholders had not necessarily supported our profit-making situation, right? But now that we've come to the crossroads and we are now set to like make profit and, 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 and make this a, a profitable airline, while we're on the path of doing that, SAA should be allowed because we did not put ourselves in this position as workers. This is the, 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 the mandate that was given by government. Yeah. We were always developmental yeah. until, we re- uh, until it was realized that actually... So SOEs need to start being profitable. So we need to work to that. We support the fact that we need to be profitable, but we believe someone that has that business acumen, such as Jahana, and the people that have various aviation expertise that he surrounded himself with, can turn it around. Let's and talk. Let, sure, no, I, I hear Jahana you. As a man. I, I, I'm sorry, we, we, we've, we've run out of time. I just quickly need oh, to find okay. out from you, Zazi, as to the logistics of the possible strike, should it happen. Um, uh, and for all intents, it appears that it's probably going to happen. Uh, what, what are the logistics like? Where is it going to happen? When and what do you expect to get out of that process? Well, we, I think our first prize is we are pleading on uh, the president of this country to realize that SAA and other SAEs for that matter are in crisis. And that's not the time for him to sit where he is. He needs to come down and address this particular crisis in terms of boards and CEOs in our SOEs. So we, we believe that's the first prize. Engagement so that we can roll, uh, resolve this particular issue. Should that not happen, um, I suppose then we're going to have to follow the legal avenues. And a strike 
if that's what it means at the end from the manners of our members who are extremely agitated at this time, then that's what it's going to be. We need answers. We need someone to hear us as workers that are on the ground. And if it takes that, we'll do that, Aubrey. Sazin Zibanyoni Mugambi, thank you very much for joining us. Much appreciated. Thank you. President at the SA Cabin Crew Association.